this is what you're fighting for. I mean, every day you're out there. What they're doing is blowing people off. If you continue to look the other way and shut up, then the oppressors, the authoritarians get total control and total power. Because this is just like in Arizona. This is just like in Georgia. It's another element that backs them into a quarter and shows their lies and misrepresentations. This is why this audience is going to have to get engaged. As we've told you, this is the fight. All this nonsense, all this spin, they can't handle the truth. War Room Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. When we started this journey, a journey like there has never been before, there's never been anything like this. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. all necessary state, local, federal, and military resources to carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. Other countries are emptying out their prisons, insane asylums, and mental institutions, and sending all of their problems right into their dumping ground, the USA. Think of it. They're emptying out their prisons, and you've heard me say that, but they're also emptying out their mental institutions. And uh, to use a strong couple of words, insane asylum. Insane asylum, that's where... Anybody see Silence of the Lamb? That's where they come from, insane asylum. That's a stronger word than a mental institution. And they're putting them into our country. Thank you very much. I will ask every state and federal agency to identify every known or suspected gang member in America and every one of them that is here illegally. And the towns know who they are. The towns and cities are the police. We love our police. The partisan and often corrupt intelligence agencies, the George Soros money machine that spends a lot of money on the prosecutors, by the way. The Antifa thugs who are allowed to roam the streets while we have people that in many cases are great patriots, great, great patriots, sing prayers every night, playing our national anthem every day, and they're sitting in a jail nearby, rotting away, and being treated so unfairly, like nobody's probably ever been treated in this country before, except maybe me. And Marjorie, you've been so fantastic on that issue. Where's Marjorie? You've been so fantastic on that issue. And Elise and Matt. Before I even arrive at the Oval Office, I will have the disastrous war between Russia and Ukraine settled. It will be settled quickly. Quickly. I will get the problem solved and I will get it solved in rapid order, and it will take me no longer than one day. I know exactly what to say to each of them. I got along with very well with them. I got along very well with Putin, even though I'm the one that ended his pipeline. Remember, they said, Trump is giving a lot to Russia, really? Putin actually said to me, if you're my friend, I'd hate like hell to see you as my enemy. <laughs> Thank you very much. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over. 
And they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Not going to let this happen. And I will implement a four-year plan to phase out all Chinese imports of essential goods and gain total independence from China. We have to do it. We have to do it. I will hold China financially accountable for unleashing the China virus upon the world. And I will again withdraw from the WHO, which stands for We Hide Outbreaks. We Hide Outbreaks. The United States was paying. Thank you. You know, I'd like to be able to report that we're just in a crisis or there's a crisis coming, but that's not the case. There's no longer a gathering storm. The storm is here. What you have now is you have two converging crises, a crisis of capital markets and economics and a crisis of geopolitical and military. Look what happened since Trump left office. Ayatollah's going to Beijing, having a military ceremony, going to bring Xi to, to Tehran. You got the merger of the KGB and the CCP. You've got Erdogan. You have our great allies in Saudi Arabia transferring oil to Chinese currency away from the U.S. dollar. You have a convergence on the Eurasian landmass. And what are we doing? We're turning over our foreign policy to Zelensky to let him determine whether he's going to go take Crimea or not. The convergence of these two crises is going to lead us into a third world war. A third world war that are not only going to wipe you out economically and financially in this country, more important, your sons and daughters are going to die on foreign battlefields. Are you prepared for that? Do you support that? Because if you don't stand up and fight it, it's going to happen. And they will have to fight, and they will be dying. Governor DeSantis, Mike Pompeo, Tim Scott, you have Nikki Haley, that's all fine. It's not relevant. We don't have time for on-the-job training for a man that gave us four years, four, four years, years of peace and prosperity. prosperity. Note to Fox senior management, when Donald J. Trump talks, it's, it's newsworthy. We need unity. We need unity to look for We're not looking for unity. We're looking for victory. We're not looking for compromise. We're looking to save our country. Okay, Murdoch, here's the way it's going to be, brother. You've disrespected Donald J. Trump long enough. Donald J. Trump is not simply a leader of a political party. He is a leader of the most powerful political movement in American history. He's not up against DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo. He's up against Ken Griffin and Mitch McConnell and Murdoch. If he wins the primary, they're going to work for the Democrats just like they worked for Hillary Clinton. I was there. I can tell you they were in Clinton's camp the entire way. All they are is about money. And the only people can stop them on the face of the earth are you, you, and you. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Remember, Murdoch, you've deemed Trump's not going to be president. Well, we've deemed that you're not going to have a network. network, network. If your task and purpose is to take your country back, 
this country will be saved. Okay, welcome. It's Monday, 6th March, Year of Our Lord, 2023. You saw there's so much going on over the weekend. That was President Trump really in, I think, one of the most policy-intensive um, speeches I've seen. Of course, Fox, we forced Fox to take it live by that second part, by calling him out from the stage on uh, Monday. And then um, uh, they took it live for, I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours, the length of it. Um, and then they had... I think it's John Scott. You know, his son went to West Point. He's a pretty straight guy. He's a news anchor, I think, in the early evening on Saturday. And he had a guy, and they had some, I don't know, some guy I've never seen before there, because Fox had no real representation. They weren't cut, taking anything live from CPAC, so they didn't want to give any support to Trump. And the guy sits there and goes, you know, there's nothing really newsworthy here. He did really not, didn't say anything new. Brother, you got to listen to that. I mean, talk about mass deportations, uh, getting a, a peace deal in Ukraine. Uh, he talked about decoupling for China, reparations for the COVID, um, uh, the COVID, uh, CCP, COVID-19 virus, reparations, dropping out of the WHO, which he called we-eyed outbreaks. Um, talk about stopping the Third World War. When after I said, we're never going to go back to the Republican Party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, uh, and, uh, and um, you know, Jeb Bush, the Bush apparatus. There was, there was, we just picked out some, some basic ones. Uh, talk about go, going after and reforming the intelligence agency, the administrative state, the deep state. What other politician, they, they slobber all over DeSantis and DeSantis speaking at the Reagan Library. It was a good speech, but it was a speech kind of like on domestic policy and focused on Gavin Newsom and this kind of tit, tit for tat. We're, we're at the beginning of something, you know, <laughs> This third world war and the financial crisis are not small things. They are it. It is the main thing. And keep your eye on the main thing. Trump goes through, I think, 10 major policy decisions. What a politician ever talked about domestic deportations? What politicians ever talked about uh, bringing the intelligence agencies to heal? Uh, what what uh, politicians ever talk about not going back to the junta of the Bush junta and the, and the Bush establishment? Who's ever talked about withdrawing from WHO. Who's ever talked about decoupling when the central economics of the of the uh of, of what we're talking about on all finance and economics is this inextricably linked economy on the globalization with China. The biggest issue we had and the one China is most concerned about is the decoupling. He mentions that within three or four years I'm gonna totally decouple. I'm gonna stop all the trade. And then he goes and, and talks about reparations that I'm gonna get money back for, for what they did. My point is that these are not small things. These are massive things. These are moving big muscle. And yet they continue to get dissed on, on Fox. Like dismissive, yeah, really nothing here. You know, just more of the same with Trump. You got to know what you're talking about. And you don't know what you're talking about. You're sending C-listers there. Here's the thing. You just continue to show this guy no respect. He only gave you four years of peace and prosperity in a time that I don't remember any president had given us four years of peace and prosperity. You know, Clinton was all over bombing in the Balkans, bombing Belgrade. Um, you know, he had us in war down there. Every one of these guys had us at a war or the economy. You had the internet crash, right? After Clinton, after jacking up that market, the internet stock crash, the, the, the NASDAQ and the stock market crash based around these internet stocks. And then you look at the disaster of, the, of, uh, of uh, George Bush, the worst president in history, including Buchanan. Obama, you know, Obama, the way he took care of the financial crisis, of course, he 
got us more even involved in, in Iraq and, and Afghanistan, had the surge in Afghanistan. Just on and on and on and on and on. Trump gives you four years of peace and prosperity, and they show no respect. Not, not like they de- deconstructed what he had to say about Ukraine, because Fox is over there just waving the flag. They, you know, Zelensky's fantastic. They're fanboying on Zelensky. Got all these guys over there. How terrific, how amazing is Zelensky? Let's send more money, more billions of dollars. I gave an interview with uh, Nigel. It actually played today, and I think heads are blowing up in Great Britain right now because I said, hey, we're out. We're not going to pay. We're not going to pay. We're not going to sit there and just continue to shovel money into Ukraine. Those days are over. And if we need to, you know, the UK is going to have to start figuring out their own defense because us paying all this money for NATO is just not, not worth it to us. They're not an ally. They're a vassal state. They're not an ally. They're a protectorate. We're not looking for a protector. We're not a European country if they haven't noticed, right? We got kicked out of we got kicked out of every decent country in Europe. Um, and so um, you know, we're not interested. Uh and I think that's starting to sit on people. What I want to do, I'm gonna play clips from uh from my speech and Nigel's, but what I want to do now, I want to go back and individually just roll these so I can highlight and just I'll I'll turn to my crack production team uh and just and just give them to me uh one at a time. And then when that finishes, I'll give some commentary. There you go, play it. When we started this journey, a journey like there has never been before, there's never been anything like this. We had a Republican Party that was ruled by freaks, neocons, globalists, open border zealots, and fools. But we are never going back to the party of Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, and Jeb Bush. Yeah, the reason Fox doesn't break that out or do some sort of deconstruction of the speech is that they're the channel for that. They're the, they're the Bush channel. And, and here's why. It's not just, it, remember, we've got to take out personalities and talk about the systemic nature of this, the, 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 the systems problem. And the systems problem is that they're supporters of the neoliberal, neocon world order, right? Where you just keep, you know, you have this massive government spending, you have, this, have these central banks that are kind of are kind of essentially in charge. They keep funding this. And the asset classes keep rising and the the, the powers that be or the what I call the oligarchs, the one percenters own all the assets, most of the stocks, the the uh the uh private companies and you know a lot of the bonds in real real estate. And they just make, you know, they their wealth continues to go up as the central banks continue to fund this. And but Trump, I mean, who call I mean what he calls them and calls them freaks. Right. And, he, and he, he names them right there. Paul Ryan, Karl Rove, Jeb Bush, the Bush apparatus. And when he came on in 16, what, what people forget here is that or, or don't remember or never knew is CPAC canceled him in 16. The whole old guard Republican Party canceled him. He had to turn his jet around midstream. and didn't he did not speak at CPAC in 16 when he was within 90, 60 days, 80 days of uh, of of winning the nomination. And I think was a week or so away from having a blowout on Super Tuesday. He was disinvited at, at CPAC in 2016. So right there, he's, he's hammering, hammering, hammering the old guard who don't want to give it up. That's why many of these people didn't attend. And that's fine if that's the way it's going to be. But I keep telling people that this is, you know, you talk about uniting. They don't want to unite. They just want to continue to control you. And if they get beaten, they're going to sit there and go, we're not going to support Trump. You see that happening right now. Now, I think you've gotten Sununu and others. 
that are saying, well, yeah, I'll, I'll do the nominee. But they're still saying, oh, it's going to be DeSantis, so it won't be Trump. But I think you've at least we've browbeaten these people enough that they say they will support Trump. So this is kind of central as as the apparatus I, ta- I talked to you about that is and I said in the speech is against Trump. It's the oligarchs on Wall Street led by the Ken Griffins of the world. You then got Mitch McConnell, his donors, but really those senators that have really empowered Biden, the collaborationists. Everything Biden passes with their help, including all, all these horrible spending bills. Then you have uh, Murdoch's, and the Murdoch's are, are on the record. The reason I went so hard at them the other day, and they blinked because they put Trump on for two hours. You know, they would have never covered this at all. They were never covered. They'd given you a highlight or two at most, but nothing live. And think about that. That's the thing about disrespect. It just gets me. A guy gives you four years of peace and prosperity in very troubled times, and they don't have enough respect for the audience to think, hey, maybe people ought, maybe people ought to want to hear from him. Maybe they want to talk about Ukraine. Maybe they want to talk about some of the things that are happening geopolitically. Maybe he wants to talk about CCP partnering up with, uh, with, um, with um, Putin. Or maybe we want to talk about him. You know, remember, Trump brought peace to the Middle East with the Abraham Accords. The Abraham Accords are not perfect. It's a start, right? You, you normally have turmoil over there all the time. It's a start. He, he waved off, uh, you know, sending missiles into to Iran that a lot of the neocons wanted to do. I was a, the one guy that came to his uh, assistance during the Syrian, on the cruise missile strike on Syria, which I think is the only military action he took the entire time where, you know, in the National Security Council, I was, you know, outgunned, you know, 20, because all the neocons, yeah, let's go and drop some cruise missiles on these guys. says it's not going to do anything. It's just more Clinton-esque. Um, but Trump was always against that. He, he brought, with Rick Grinnell and those guys, it kind of brought peace to the Balkans. They actually had, you know, some deals there that we hadn't had before. So this guy brings you four years of peace and prosperity, and, oh, we're too busy, you know, doing other things. And, and you know, on Fox, who can't show it, can't show it live. East Palestine, he goes and changes the arc of the story. Can't do it live. Oh, because they got, they got such a big show. It's so important what they're doing. I don't know, two in the afternoon. Whenever, I think he was there from two to... Two to three thirty, or one thirty to three, about an hour and a half. Two, 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 two. There's too much hot stuff on Fox to show Trump live. No, what they're trying to do is promote other candidates and suppress his voice and give him no voice. And we're not going to stand for that. We've said that. And already we know they're blinking. We know they're running around incredibly nervous. And they should be because they don't have any respect. They have fear, loathing, and contempt of their audience. It's not acceptable. Let's go ahead and play. Let's go ahead and play another clip. We will use all necessary state, local, federal, and military resources to carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. Other countries are emptying out their prisons, insane asylums, and mental institutions, and sending all of their problems right into their dumping ground, the USA. Think of it. They're emptying out their prisons, and you've heard me say that, but they're also emptying out their mental institutions. And uh, to use a strong couple of words, insane asylum. Insane asylum, that's where anybody see Silence of the Lamb? That's where they come from, insane <laughs> asylum. That's a stronger word than a mental institution. And they're putting them into our country. Thank you very much. I will ask every state and federal agency to identify every known or suspected gang member in America and every one of them that is here illegally. And the towns know who they are. The towns and cities are the police. We love our police. Okay. I mean, that is what other, what other person, look, they've gamed the system, as we say here on the show, and you've got the, um, 
the um, CIS, right, uh, Center for Immigration Studies with, with Todd Benzman and the team uh, that have come up and Todd says, hey, by they project there's already been six to seven million in here in the first couple of years of Biden's regime. By the time Biden's term ends, there'll be 12 to 15 million illegal aliens that came in through this, through the, the um, gamed asylum system. Okay, think about that for a second. 12 to 15 million. Are you kidding me? And Trump's the first person. What other Republicans out there talking about deportation? You hear Nikki Haley talking about that? You hear Mike Pompeo talking about hearing anybody? My point is when a guy talks about deportations and he focuses part of it on the law and order, part of it on the, the, the people that have uh, mental problems, part of it, you know, he calls it the insane asylums, causes the prisons. We know there are opening of some of the prisons, let people in. The criminal elements. But it's even deeper than that. He talks about the largest deportation program in American history. Uh, that's newsworthy. And, and that's a commitment to the American people. They're, we're just not going to allow what Biden's done to our country to stand. And I think that that's got to be explored and debated. And I'm uh, really uh, glad that President Trump put that forward because it needs to be talked about. What are you going to do after Biden regime's over? We're just going to allow the 15 million to stay here. After a, and we, we, you hear from Todd Benzman how they broke the immigration laws, chapter and verse. So, no, that's also, it's not just newsworthy. That's newsworthy in a big league way. Although it was couched and a lot of it was tied towards law enforcement into people that are either, you know, homeless or mentally ill. Uh, it, it speaks to bigger and broader issues, which is you're going to have 12 to 15 million people. We already have, we can't pay for Medicaid. We're going to have trillions of dollars of cuts out of Medicaid for U.S. citizens. How are you then going to pay for illegal aliens? You don't have the money. Just like how you're going to put the money in for Ukraine. Let's go ahead and play the third cut. The partisan and often corrupt intelligence agencies, the George Soros money machine that spends a lot of money on the prosecutors, by the way. The Antifa thugs who are allowed to roam the streets while we have people that in many cases are great patriots, great, great patriots, sing prayers every night playing our national anthem every day, and they're sitting in a jail nearby, rotting away, and being treated so unfairly, like nobody's probably ever been treated in this country before, except maybe me. And Marjorie, you've been so fantastic on that issue. Where's Marjorie? You've been so fantastic on that issue. And Elise, and Matt, in, in that in that regard, uh, he's the president's talking there about the administrative state. He's going to go after the administrative state, particularly the intelligence agencies, which have been terrible, right? And it's been a big um, a uh, a big bone of contention with President Trump. But he's going to sit there. He's going to take on the intelligence agency. This is what we keep talking about: the administrative state, the problems with the national security apparatus, the problems with the the legal, the FBI, and the and the Justice Department. Um, you know, and and uh, um, Mark Levin gets us, we're not going to defund the FBI. Yeah, we are going to defund the FBI. May not get it all accomplished at first, but we're going to, we're going to start the defunding process of the FBI, no doubt. And that's a typical Fox attitude. Oh, no, you're just going to, you know, you're going to have to, we're not going to fund the FBI. We're going to cut the funding of the FBI, and I think hopefully defund it, break it up into something new. Then he talks about, Trump talks about the J6 prisoners. Who, who, what other politician, what other, uh, is Pompeo talking about? Nikki Haley is, is, DeSantis, anybody talk about the J6 prisoners? Right there, he said he's going to deal with it. The J6 prisoners, and who have been unfairly, many who have been unfairly treated, living in a gulag. 
And he talks about Marjorie Taylor Greene, MTG. This made this one of her biggest things. Who, who, my point is, this is afterwards, the guy says, well, there's no real news here. And they kind of dismissed the speech. The speech was loaded with major policy initiatives that, quite frankly, some of them quite startling. Uh, but you just have to listen and you have to understand the state of play here, where they fawn all over every thing that DeSantis says, and Governor Sanders says some good stuff, but let's be honest, the Disney deal is not anywhere near where it's reported to be. It's a good start. Don't get me wrong, it's a very good start. But it's nowhere near it isn't, but they, they continue to fawn over Nikki Haley and Mike Pompeo and Tim Scott and, not just, and show complete, total disrespect for President Trump. Uh, do we have another clip where we can go to break? I tell you what, let, let's hold the clips. We only got a, bit, a minute to break, and I, I want to make sure we get these all in because he's got some others he would say beauties. I could go through the speech and pull out 20 of these. I think we pulled out the five or six that just kind of jump off the pages that are big, right? When he says we're on a journey and we're not going back, we're not going back to the old Republican Party. We're not going to go back to the Republican Party owned by the Bushes. When he talks about the, the biggest, largest, deportation program in American history, coordinated with law enforcement, DHS, all of it. When he talks about, uh, th we're going to go after the, the, the corrupt intelligence, the corrupt and incompetent intelligence agencies, the administrative state and the deep, deep state, that's huge. And then when you get to talk about the J6 prisons, who else does that? Okay, short commercial break. We've got a couple other clips from the president we're going to play to this. Then I want to go through, I've got uh, the speech I gave to look at that, and also Nigel Farage did an interview with GB News in England and really told them what I thought about the Ukraine situation. So we'll take a short commercial break. We're going to be back. This is the evening edition of the, uh, we have the late afternoon and the early evening edition of the War Room, and uh, and uh, we're here right now on after CPAC, and CPAC was, quite frankly, extraordinary. I want to thank everybody that showed up. We're going to have a lot of follow-up of that, all the people we met and people coming on here. Okay, short commercial break. We'll be back in a moment. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call them 
at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code BANNON. That's patriotmobile.com slash BANNON. Or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly 250 grand. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. War Room Battleground with Stephen K. Bannon. They used to have a saying when I was in Hollywood, <laughs> we give a rough cut to something. They go, there's a lot of gold in here. Uh, the president's speech, look, it went on, and it was a combination of the speech itself and then him doing his impromptu riffs. I actually think my recommendation to, for at least the next couple of weeks is just to get off the glass, as I call it, uh, the teleprompter, uh, and he should just take a couple of these themes and just roll with it and just let Trump be Trump for a while. Let's see how that's going. Um, But it was a long speech, and it was a meaningful speech. First off, when he says we're not going back 
because that's the underlying fight that's going on. He says, we're not going back. We're on a journey. We're not going back on that journey. We're not going to go back and turn this party back over to the globalist, you know, establishment. Because that's where, you know, the anti-populist, the anti-nationalist, the anti-America first, the anti-MAGA movement, we're not going to do that. That in and of itself is news. Now, he says, I am your retribution. Of course, that's what they all melted down about. But there was significant policy. If you see, and if you're in MAGA, these are the things you're looking for. These are the things you're saying, hey, I wish some of this was done in the first term, but hey, I got it. Boom. We'll do it in the second term. And make them be commitments. And this is why with Fox, I have, you know, no problem. What you should do is spend time and, and deconstruct these. Then you expose also what else. If you compare and contrast, if you really look at Trump's speech and you look at the policy elements from it, and then you look at uh, Nikki Haley's Mike Pompeo's, theirs were essentially happy talk, very little policies. Let's go and play another cut because I want to play my, uh, my talk there on Friday. Let's go ahead and play the cut. Before I even arrive at the Oval Office, I will have the disastrous war between Russia and Ukraine settled. It will be settled quickly, quickly. I will get the problem solved, and I will get it solved in rapid order, and it will take me no longer than one day. I know exactly what to say to each of them. I got along with very well with them. I got along very well with Putin, even though I'm the one that ended his pipeline. Remember, they said, Trump is giving a lot to Russia, really? Putin actually said to me, if you're my friend, I'd hate like hell to see you as my enemy. Look at that. He talks about the Ukraine. <laughs> That's a more sophisticated talk. Biden's policy, our, the U.S. official U.S. policy right now from the commander in chief is uh, we're back in Ukraine play. He said that. He says, whatever they decide, when they decide to stop fighting, and we know what the Ukraine situation is, the Ukraine situation is um, to get back all the territory in the Donbass, to get the Crimea back, to have the Russians pay a trillion dollars or so in reparations, war reparations, for the destruction, and, to, uh, and then to have war crimes, hold these guys available for war, hold them accountable for war crimes, of which, you know, um, Kamala Harris tells them that we have a formal... We formally determined. I haven't seen any evidence of that, of the formal determination, but she tells us it is. Do we have one more cut from the president? Let's go and play the one more cut from him. Thank you very much. And if you put me back in the White House, their reign is over. Their reign will be over. And they know it. And America will be a free nation once again. We're not a free nation right now. We don't have free press. We don't have free anything. In 2016, I declared, I am your voice. Today, I add, I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Not going to let this happen. How <laughs> many politicians, I am your retribution? Uh, he's talking about going after the administrative state. He's talking about going after the Uniparty. He's talking about going after the globalists, as only Trump can do it. And to me, that is pretty breathtaking. That's one of the clips they have played, but you've got to make that part of the whole cloth. What is he talking about? He says, I'll be your warrior. I'll be your retribution. It's pretty evident. These are MAGA policies. It's about America first on uh, America first nationalism. It's about sorting out the financial problems in this country, the economic problems of this country. Also, this, you know, global adventurism 
that we've been on now for, I don't know, 30 or 40 years. It's really, it's, it's gotten terrible in the last uh, 10 or 20, to which now we got, you know, $32 trillion face amount of our national debt. You got $9.5 trillion over at the Federal Reserve. Uh, you can't pay any of it back. Uh, we're going to have really a slowing economy because of all this. So Trump gives a speech, it's an hour and a half long. We force, and we know this because we heard from people, we forced Fox to cover it. They had no intention of covering it. They didn't even have a senior guy there in the audience. But he sits there and kind of, you know, offhand just throws it off that, uh, that oh, yeah, there was no news here, nothing really new. Well, no, you got to understand what you're looking at. And if he can't do it, they ought to have enough respect to get a senior person down there to can. And they ought, to me, it should be an hour or two of commentary about it, going back and forth. But no, no, can't do that. Because Murdoch has determined that Trump is not worthy. Here's a guy who's not even an American citizen. Oh, oh, excuse me. He did change his citizen in the middle of the night to own a TV network. Okay, what I want to do is then kick into my speech. And what I'd like to do, I've kind of changed my mind. I want to play it from the top to the bottom so you guys um, can hear it all about exactly how, it, uh, how I started, the case I built for it, and then the action item. So here we go. This is from CPAC on Friday, uh, the, uh, the speech I gave about uh, 4 o'clock in, uh, in the afternoon that triggered the uh, Fox situation. Okay, we're going to go to that, um, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock, but watch this in its entirety. Welcome, host of War Room, Steve Bannon. Thank you. You know, I'd like to be able to report that we're just in a crisis or there's a crisis coming, but that's not the case. There's no longer a gathering storm. The storm is here. The storm is here. This is the most dangerous time in world history since the late 1930s, early 1940s. And how did we get here? Our betters, our elites led us here step by step by step. What you have now is you have two converging crises, a crisis of capital markets and economics and a crisis of geopolitical and military. And they're converging very rapidly and then they're going to conflate. And once they conflate, they're going to spin out of control. And it's anybody's bet. Now remember, we came off of, on 3 November of 2020, four years of peace and prosperity. The interest rate, the interest rate, the 10-year Treasury at, in the evening of 3 November when Fox News illegitimately called it for the opposition and not Donald J. Trump, of which our, of which our nation has never recovered, of which it's never recovered, the interest rate in the 10 year straight was 0.8%. 0.8%. Today, for the first time in God knows when, the entire structure of our interest rates from one month treasuries to 30 year treasuries went over 4%. Do you understand that the system is set up of debt? It cannot take those type of interest rates. You will be absolutely crushed, and the people crushed the most are the millennials that now have $9 trillion of debt. They are going to be Russian serfs. They're not going to own anything with no possibility of owning anything. Professor Rubini just told us about 
about the financial aspects of it, we're going to have recession, inflation, stagflation, depression, debt crisis. Dr. Doom, who called 2008, said it's only going to get worse because the world's got 30 trillion, uh, $300 trillion of debt. Now let's talk about the United States, right? What do we have? $32 trillion debt? That's nothing. The CBO reports you're going to have another $20 trillion of debt in 10 years. You're going to be paying a trillion dollars a year in interest payments. It's not sustainable. Who got us here? Well, Joe Biden, yeah, but he got here because of the compromise made by the establishment Republicans in the Senate. They took away the gavel from you. What are they doing right now? You need dramatic, you need dramatic, dramatic cuts. You need dramatic cuts in spending right now and not one penny increase to the debt ceiling, not one penny. If you prioritize the payments, if you prioritize the payments, the there's plenty of cash. The cash comes in, we pay off the interest. We pay off any securities that come due. We never default in the debt ever. We pay off Social Security and Medicare. And then we have to have a conversation, right? We have to have a conversation. It's not an easy conversation. All the easy decisions of decades ago. Now, on top of that, this converges, right? This converges on the geopolitical situation. Look what happened since Trump left office. You have the Ayatollahs in Iran, right? Tell us how, our, how, how safe do our allies in Israel feel right now? How safe do they feel? Ayatollahs going to Beijing, having a military ceremony, going to bring Xi to, to Tehran. You got the merger of the KGB and the CCP. You've got Erdogan. You have our great allies in Saudi Arabia already, already taking and transferring oil to Chinese currency away from the US dollar. You have North Korea and the radical Ajatis in, in Pakistan. You have a convergence on the Eurasian landmass. And what are we doing? We're turning over our foreign policy to Zelensky to let him determine whether he's going to go take Crimea or not. In all of this convergence, where is Merrick Garland today? Is Merrick Garland at DOJ uh, trying to arrest all the infiltration by the Chinese Communist Party in this country? Is he at DOJ helping Ray say, oh, well, they won't help us on the, on the Wuhan lab. You know, maybe we need help. He's in Ukraine. He's in Ukraine. Yellen, Yellen, Yellen goes to Ukraine. She doesn't go to East. She doesn't go to East Palestine, Ohio. She goes to Ukraine. The convergence of these two crises is going to lead us into a third world war. A third world war that are not only going to wipe you out economically and financially in this country, more important, your sons and daughters are going to die on foreign battlefields. Are you prepared for that? Do you support that? No. I can't hear you. Do you support it or not? Because if you don't stand up and fight it, it's going to happen. You can't put all this just on Donald J. Trump. This has to be the American people. You underwrite the entire system. Are you prepared to fight back? Are you prepared to sit down and just take it? The elites say you're too stupid. You're too lazy and you're too disconnected watching television and watching the bread and circus of modern culture to care. Is that true? Are you sure? Because you underwrite the whole system. The neoliberal neocon system globally is underwritten by you. Your taxes, your pension money, the insurance money. 
and most importantly, your sons and daughters. You're the one that can tell Congress, hey, not one increase to the debt ceiling, and we want to see massive cuts. We want to see massive cuts in spending, and we want to see it now, not next year. Don't give me some happy talk formula. Don't give me some set of mathematics. I want to see real cuts. Now, when you talk about real cuts, and Russ Votes put it out, the president, you know, Biden's always running around talking about it, $2 trillion in cuts over the next 10 years, I think, in, in Medicaid. These are going to be tough cuts, okay? The, get the woke and weaponization out. Don't think. It's, everyone's going to be a fight, a tough fight. But think about it for a second. We have to cut trillions of dollars out of our budget every year to accumulate the trillions of dollars over the next 10 years. Everyone's going to be ugly, right? We're giving $200 billion to Ukraine. We're paying their pensions. We're paying their health care. Do people under 35, do you have pensions that the government's paying for right now? You do not. Do you have full health care? You do not. We are underwriting, which Europe will not underwrite. I have no problem at all. If the Ukrainian people want to fight a Slavic war for the Russian-speaking eastern border of Ukraine, and if they want to go to Crimea and take it back, God bless them. And the Europeans are going to pay for it. We've paid enough in the wars in Europe. We're not a European power. We're a Pacific power. I need them on Capitol Hill in Wall Street in the city of London to hear you. Can I hear you? Are you going to send your sons and daughters to this war? And this, this is a room of veterans and this is a room of patriots that have served their country. Now, let me tell you where the hard part gets. The hard part gets, we've had the, the oligarchs on the Republican Party, the big hedge fund guys making $16 billion a year, Ken Griffin and, and Mitch McConnell and Rupert Murdoch, they have deemed, hey, they, no, they have told you that Donald J. Trump is not going to be the President of the United States. Don't fall, don't fall for the primary stuff. You have, you have real good and decent people, Governor DeSantis, Mike Pompeo, Tim Scott, yet you have Nikki Haley. That's all fine. It's not relevant. We don't have time for on-the-job training for a man that gave us four years, four years of peace and prosperity. Show me what Ken Griffin has given us. Show us what Mitch McConnell has given us. Show us what Mitch McConnell has given us. Show us what the Murdochs, a bunch of foreigners, have given us. What have they given this country? Nothing. Donald J. Trump, let me repeat, in a very volatile time in American history, gave us four years of peace and prosperity. You know why? You know why? He put you in the room to make decisions. Out of the room, out of the deal. And Trump not only put you in the room, he put you at the head of the table. And that's why they hate him. They don't hate him. They don't hate him because he's Trump. They hate him because he represents you. He gives you a voice and he will not back down. Look at, look, at, look at Fox News, look at Fox News. The president announces his, uh, this is historic. A guy gave you four years of peace and prosperity, announced he's gonna run again after having it stolen in broad daylight, of which they participate in. They don't even, they cover it live for 20 minutes, and then they say, 
If there's anything newsworthy, we'll cut back and they go to some panel and some discussion. Note to Fox senior management, when Donald J. Trump talks, it's newsworthy. What, what happened in the first week of January? You had Matt Gates and Boebert in the Magnificent Six that stood there and put it all on the line. And what did Fox News do? They rolled out Karl Rove and the hats from the Bush administration that got us in this mess to say, we need unity. We need unity to look turn. We're not looking for unity. We're looking for victory. We're not looking for a compromise. We're looking to save our country. We are not what they mean by unity is you to give up and you to roll over. This is how you get $32 trillion in debt going to $52 trillion in debt. This is how you get your kid to die on foreign battlefields in Iraq and Afghanistan and now in Ukraine. That's how you do it, and we're not going to have it anymore. Donald J. Trump, Donald J. Trump is not simply a leader of a political party. He is not a politician. He is a leader of the most powerful political movement in America history. Okay, Murdoch, here's the way it's going to be, brother. You've disrespected Donald J. Trump long enough, okay? He goes to East uh, Palestine and gets the Biden administration. It's a global news event, and you don't cover it live. Is there that much happening on Fox News at 2 in the afternoon that you can't cover him live? He hasn't been on Fox News since he announced for presidency. Let me ask you. Any guy that brought peace to the world for four years until a Chinese let off a bioweapon, right? Wouldn't you think to have respect for the audience, you would have him back up here to talk about the geopolitical? Would, if you had respect for people, wouldn't you do that? They don't respect you. Read the depositions. The deposition, they have a fear, a loathing, and contempt for you. And you are the ones that can make changes. The shareholders, if you want your share price to stay up, you need to take action. The first thing you need to do is get rid of Paul Ryan as an independent director. If Paul Ryan's saying that Trump wins, he's not going to go, then you got to get rid of him. The Murdochs immediately have to start covering President Trump. No, no, no special deals. Just cover the man, asking the tough questions. But we need to hear the voice of Donald J. Trump. Hey, and old man Murdoch, while you're at it, why don't you no more softball interviews to the guys running against him and, and no more infomercials, okay? Play it straight. You play it straight. Donald Trump's going to win the primary and Donald Trump's going to win the presidency. Let me leave you with what Trump is up against. He's not up against DeSantis or Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo. He's up against Ken Griffin and Mitch McConnell and Murdoch, okay? They have deemed if he wins the primary, they're going to work for the Democrats just like they worked for Hillary Clinton. I was there. I can tell you they were in Clinton's camp the entire way. All they are is about money. And the only people can stop them on the face of the earth are you, you, and you. MAGA, MAGA, MAGA. Remember, Murdoch, 
You've deemed Trump's not going to be president. Well, we've deemed that you're not going to have a network because we're going to fight you every step of the way. If your task and purpose is to take your country back, this country will be saved. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.